from KQED. Hey everyone, I'm Emmanuel. I'm Kali. And I'm Jamidra. And we're the hosts of The Cooler, your weekly dose of pop culture commentary. This week we're getting extra spooky. (laughs) In honor of Halloween and talking about everything from this year's most popular costumes. Guard yourselves because some of them are really awful. Good, your loins. And we're also going to talk about what you should watch this Halloween in terms of movies. We're going to share our favorites. So let's just get started. Are you two super duper excited about Halloween this year? I have to confess, I normally am. I feel like it's passed me by this year. It's really sad. Yeah, time flies when you're aging this rapidly. I've never been older. (laughs) When you're aging this rapidly. Yes, it's happening swiftly. So here is the thing. Mm -hmm. I am always really excited about Halloween the day after Halloween. (laughs) Oh, that's not bloody good, is it? So like leading up to Halloween, I have all these ideas about costumes and what I'm going to do. And next year I'm going to do this and blah, blah, blah. And then the day comes and I'm like, ah. (laughs) (laughs) And then then I regret it. Then I have like a little bit of Halloween regret like I should have dressed up. But Mm. then at the time, it's just way too much effort. So you're both kind of excited, Mm. which means you're in accordance with what the National Retail Federation is saying about millennials. Oh, those guys Mm. again. So we've already established that millennials love cereal. No, they hate cereal. We hate. I thought we loved cereal, but we hate bar soap. Okay. I thought we loved cereal, but hated milk. (laughs) Did we hate ourselves or do we hate everyone else? I can't remember. We just poured Dr. Bronner's on cereal and we called it. (laughs) (laughs) Dunzo. And millennials say done so. They do. They do. So adding to that list of all things millennials do and mm. think and love and dislike, apparently millennials love Halloween. According to the National Retail Federation, people... We can just call them the Federation, yeah, I think. Yeah, the Fed. <laughs> people between the ages of 18 and 34 are the most likely adults to participate. We're also the biggest spenders, spending an average of $42 on costumes, and other generations are only spending $31. See, listen, you say other generations, right? Mm-hmm. But what about the children? Think of the children. Because mm-hmm. I spend some them. money on my kids' costume, and I go all the way cheap. And some people yeah. just go all out. You're like, here's a paper bag. Exactly. There's Let's holes in it for your eyes. But wait, are you guys already planning your costumes? Do you do costumes? or? I already told you. You know who I'm going to be at Halloween? No. Jamidra. <laughs> I already got the costume ready. The mysterious figure. I even saw a t-shirt at Target the other day that said, this is my costume. And I almost bought it. <laughs> but I was too cheap to buy that. <laughs> Mm, I was thinking of being Elliot from E.T. because my dog resembles E.T. if I put a blanket around him. So all oh. I need is a bike and a red jacket and I'll put him in the front of basket and jobs are good. In, I think. Were you inspired by that Wayne's World Halloween post? What, with the dog as Garth? Yes. yes. And he was a pretty good Garth, if I do say so myself. I saw a photo of a dog dressed up as a scene from Beyonce's Lemonade today oh i need to i need hmm. i need visual it's a, representation i think it's a french bulldog mm-hmm. and it's dressed in the yellow dress from ah. that one music video hold up hold up yes and there's a bat is obviously. there a hot sauce bat also involved <laughs> yes in okay and he's standing next to a car Aww. or she see i will say that i do get a kick out of the the dog costumes. Yeah. The it's dog costumes are the best. Cruel to have a dog and not dress it up, really. I'm saying. Yeah. So my, my, my brother and sister-in-law dressed up their dog one year as like a racehorse. 
and they just strapped this thing on his back with a little person. <laughs> so he was just walking around with this person on his back with a saddle. And I was like, you know what? Secretariat, I see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pets were put on Earth for our pleasure. We know this to be true. Oh, so good. Well, to go from that feel-good space, let's take it all the way down. <laughs> of course. Inevitably. <laughs> Let's talk about the most disgusting costume that I, I saw. Know what you um, say. Yeah. I don't know. So we can move on with our lives. Okay, let's Full purge. of light, abundance, positivity, healing, okay. and stuff. We'll feel so much better after it all comes out. Yes. yes. It's a purging. You can dress up as a bound and gagged Kim Kardashian. Oh, no. What does that even look like? What does that mean? So the costume is a robe, uh huh, ties for the hands. A gag for the mouth and sunglasses and the wig with like black hair parted in the middle. So that's gross. And you might be wondering who thought of that tasteless costume. And it's a company called Costumish. Is this the same one we talked about before? Because we have talked about this particular company in the past. Yeah, because they are responsible for Cecil the Lion Uh last year. Oh, no. They have a Harambe one this year. Yes. I'm, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. If you tell me they got a black baby attached to it, we don't have a problem. Oh, they don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but now, of course, someone Somebody terrible will. out there is going to do yes. that. Thanks for giving them the idea. Yeah. So Costumish did Cease of the Line. They also did a costume of Toronto Mayor Rob Ford, RIP, oh, oh. smoking crack. Oh, no. So they've been scraping the bottom of the barrel. So they're years. in our bad books, it would be fair to say. They're on my list. Okay. Mm. So if making light of Kardashian pain is not your thing, mm. you can also dress as Harambe. So you can dress as him holding a cage with a kid in it. Oh. Or you can be a sexy Harambe. See, oh. this is what, why do we have to make every costume sexy? I'm, Tell me, explain to me what that looks like. I'm guessing that the sexy variant only comes in the female costume though, right? Yes, of course. So to speak. There's a sexy poop emoji costume. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out why that is. You guys, that costume's sexy right off the bat. <laughs> Come on. We haven't destroyed our culture enough, so we have to make everything sexy, including mm. poop and harambe and other things like <sighs> Twitter's favorite undecided voter, Ken Bone. You can be a sexy version of him as oh, well. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Oh, you're talking about red, red sweater? Yes, yes, him. Which, you know, in the moment, Twitter was just like freaking out about this dude. I knew that something would come out about oh, him that would make them feel inevitably. foolish. And it only took like an hour. Okay, so I don't know. So all I know is I know I saw Ken Bone and then I saw someone tweet, please, news outlets, don't ruin this for us by researching Ken Bone. <laughs> and then they did. <laughs> So He's what happened? Being active on Reddit, unfortunately, and has some yeah. opinions about Trayvon Martin. Yes, oh. and porn. Mm. Pokemon Go, also a thing, apparently. So people are planning on dressing as sexy Pikachu. Sexy Pikachu, oh my gosh. which involves a teeny tiny yellow dress with ears, and the outfit's called "Catch Me, Honey." Mm. We just can't. We can't let nothing live, huh? <laughs> if you want to show your love for Snapchat, you can dress no. up as the dog face filter. Oh, gosh. No. Annoying slurping sound not included. Can I just say that the Snapchat filters really bother me? Why? I think the crown one is the only one that I can appreciate. When it makes your eyes look really weird and Mm -hmm. there's like some like distortion on the face, it just, I just don't understand disfigurement. It's like living in Coachella 24-7 and nobody wants that. (laughs) I refer, of course, to the music festival and not the delightful area of Southern California, (laughs) not shading all of them. All of our Coachella listeners were like, how dare you? (laughs) How dare you? Other popular picks, Hillary Clinton, obviously, mm-hmm. Donald HLC. Trump, duh. Stranger Things. People love to dress up as Eleven, mm-hmm. who's the young girl who has superpowers. Mm-hmm. She's in this particular dress and a wig. 
People like that. Pretty and, identifiable. And some, mm. like, blood at the nose. You should really watch. It's Don't fall for Stranger Things. <laughs> I still have not watched. Emmanuel looked over at me then just like, don't you keep <laughs> well, I was like, if, your... if we want this episode to get real scary for Halloween, <laughs> we should redo that debate. Just avoid. Listen. If Stranger all... Things is great. No, it's adorable. All oh, I'm yeah. saying is if you want to hear a really well-constructed take on why mm-hmm. Stranger Things is not all that, then maybe go back a few podcast episodes and just listen to uh, me. And if you want to hear me saying, Mommy and Daddy, please stop fighting, <laughs> then go back and listen to that episode. Yeah, do. And finally, people love clowns. Because of those crazy See, clown sightings. No, mm. that's not. But this is, I'm going to tell you right now, that's how you get yourself hurt. Yeah. If people yeah. are afraid of clowns and you're walking around trick-or-treating and popping out of bushes on people, mm-hmm. you are liable to end up in the hospital that night. So yeah. just be safe, people. Well, someone's getting decked because these sales are up 300%. Wait, for, yeah, cost, for, for like clown costumes? That's the creepy clown mm-hmm. guys. They're, that's where they're buying them. Oh, no. So weird. Do you know that creepy clown mania has spread to the United Kingdom? Oh, boy. Yeah. You guys have enough to deal with with the whole Brexit thing, and now you have clowns? So so what is the overview? Because I know that it is happening, but I don't know exactly why. People like to dress up as clowns and scare other people. What I will say, though, is it's normally always women that they're scaring. Yeah. Listen to the news reports. Mm. It's always women. So... Yeah. Big men dressing in clown costumes and jumping out and scaring women. And like Once chasing again, people. you, you get a medal. Everybody. Run up on the wrong one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to remove the hot sauce from my exactly. bag. And it'll be a problem. smash you on the head. Do you guys agree with the Mean Girls theory that, that Halloween is just an excuse for people to dress up slutty? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people enjoy You're showing like, this some is skin. an excuse. Let me just go all out. And there's so many options and avenues to take. Exactly. But the person who wins for best costume that I've seen on the internet, this guy dressed up as Galaxy Note 7, Mm-mm. which is the oh. malfunctioning <laughs> no. device. So it's like he blows into this thing and all this smoke comes out of his costume. This man is the hero so, we need. <laughs> so he's great. So more of that, less of the like weird sexy Harambe and bound and gagged Kim thing. Mm. Come on, people. Well, Let's... that's what I appreciate people who are creative with the costumes. Indeed. If you're to dress up, then at least be creative. Indeed. At least. At least. All this stuff So on Halloween, you either go trick-or-treating or... Whoa, 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 hang on a minute. <laughs> you go trick-or-treat. How old are you? I'm forever young. Okay. Forever young. So you grab your sack, so to speak, <laughs> oh, and... You could, you could say that? Sorry, this took a turn. This took a turn. It's terrible what words just leap into your mouth. Uh, <laughs> Freudian slip. Stop Don't. thinking about my sack. <laughs> Stop thinking about you, man. I know it's hard. <laughs> But you either go trick-or-treating uh-huh. with your sack or <laughs> you stay in and pretend like it's not happening and maybe you watch a scary movie. So I'm wondering what movies you guys love to watch during this time of year. Mm. What a pleasure. Well, every night's like Halloween around my house. I mean with the movies, obviously. <laughs> it's a terrifying funhouse experience. But I don't know. It's it's almost annoying for me as someone who loves watching horror year round. So to have everyone suddenly jump on my bandwagon, get mm. off it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm really particular about the types of movies I like to watch at Halloween. I have a strong 
uh, leaning towards comedy horror. Mm. Normally, I love stuff that's the scarier the better, but I think there's something really delightful about Halloween, that kind of like you're never sure whether to laugh or scream, so I think you might as well sit down and watch something that's funny and scary. One of my particular recommendations that I've discovered recently is a movie called Trick or Treat from 2007, which is great. It is set at Halloween itself, which is always bonus points for watching a movie about Halloween. When it's on Halloween, Halloween, like jack-o'-lanterns and crisp leaves and like the sun is going down early and it's only 4 p.m. It's, oh my God. it's great. It's just a really fun compendium of spooky tales that all intersect together and I just go out and watch it. It's really fun. And it's quite, I don't know, it's, it's willing to kill off a lot of children. This is the weird oh. thing about this movie. Are there children who are like the villains in this movie? Yes. Okay. There is a small childlike thing is all I okay. will say. I don't want to ruin it for anyone who for hasn't people who seen want to get it. into it. There are some points where you're like, oh, that's genuinely nasty. Creepy children, I'm in. Yes, and if you've also seen... <laughs> that's all you need. A, yeah. Yeah. If you've also seen a Spanish horror movie called The Orphanage, <gasps> the yeah. small childlike trollish creature resembles that little thing mm. very strongly. Yeah. So go and watch that. That's okay. a great double bill. Love mm. it. I also love, in the, the funny vein, Beetlejuice. Oh. <laughs> so good, and it it kind of it's, it's bittersweet now because Tim Burton hasn't made a good movie in I don't know forever. Shots fired, yeah, but completely accurate. Yeah, <laughs> I believe he's firmly filed under the problematic folder now. Yes. You're not sure why? Go and Google things Tim Burton has been mm. saying recently. But nothing takes away from the fact that Beetlejuice is just so so good. Michael Keaton's amazing. Alec Baldwin's in it before he went crazy, mm. allegedly. <laughs> Although he's back on form, I have he's, to say SNL. Yeah, All you just, have to do is like do a spot-on impression of a political figure, and you're back in your graces. Mm-hmm. We'll forget books. about that voicemail that you left your daughter. It's all exactly. good. Exactly. We'll it didn't happen, that thoughtless little pig. It's got... <laughs> back into the fold. It's got a young Winona Ryder in it. It's mm. just wonderful. Go, stop what you're doing now. Stop this podcast and go and watch... No, don't stop this podcast. <laughs> <And go laughs> Listen to the podcast, but also watch Beetlejuice simultaneously. It's just pure pleasure, and that's what Halloween should be about. I agree. And now I want to dress up as Lydia Dietz. Lydia Dietz. So do you now have a costume? You know, I could see that. I could see that. Jamidra, he himself is strange and unusual. (laughs) I am. Both of those things. For me, I picked two movies that happen to be from the same year, Mm -hmm. 1977. Okay, do tell. The first one is called... How Sue? I went to see a midnight movie and they played the trailer for that before yeah. it and it was bonkers as Congo. It is the craziest movie. So in a nutshell, this schoolgirl in Japan is like, ugh, I'm like over home life. I'm going to go visit my aunt in the countryside mm-hmm. and I'm going to bring my favorite friends. So there's like all these young girls who descend on this house. The cats there are immediately weird. Yeah! Cats are always weird, so explain. <laughs> I hate cats. I just want to put that out there. You haven't yes. said that enough on this podcast. <laughs> God, I'm Both sorry. Of you. Like a broken cat I can't stand them. I have to defend Taylor Swift against you guys and cats. You I have a cat? Don't... Are you are you a cat person? I used to have two cats. I gotta reevaluate some things. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> Kitty got claws. Did, did you just quit the podcast? You're like, I'm done, done. So anyway, they go to this place and. Shortly thereafter, posters of cats puking blood, girls getting decapitated, but in a funny, kooky way. It's insane. Just watch the trailer and it'll sell you on the rest. I I can't do it justice. Did you know that kooky decapitation was the name of my band? (laughs) (laughs) Did you see us play? I think I did. Cool. In Cornwall. (laughs) 
<laughs> Joke's on you because I've never been to Cornwall. I just remembered I have been to Cornwall. Yes. <laughs> so the joke is still on you. Bugger. Cornwall's on my mind because I'm recapping Poldark and that's Pole where the sexy things happen there. You can dress up as him. <laughs> You'd have to hold me back in my <laughs> She's already talking about my sex, so I, I can't give her any I've already apologized for that. <laughs> no, thank you not to bring it up again. The other 1977 movie mm-hmm. is called Suspiria, and it's by Dario Argento, and it's Italian. And this girl's going to a ballet academy, and she shows up, and it's raining, and no one's answering the door, and it's dark. The visuals in this movie are amazing. It's just fuchsia and turquoise and, like, all these weird lights and colors. And there's some killer who's killing all these ballerinas. Mm-hmm. It's really creepy, and no one really knows why this is all happening, and I won't spoil why. But Mm. both great films, and that's what I will be watching this year. Are you going to pull those out? Sure, I have them on DVD. Are you going to answer the trick-or-treaters when they come? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't show them Suspiria. I'm in an in-law, so I'm like away from the street, so I'm not going to have to deal with it. You don't have to worry about that. I'm not going to have to deal with it. What are the ethics of turning off all your lights and pretending you're not home? I have done it before. Mm. I might just go and sit in the back garden with a fire. Mm Mm-hmm. I've got, got, I've got a fire pit. I'm not just going to light a fire. It's good you're not in like 1778 because people I, will be like, she's a witch for sure. She's like just sitting around a fire by herself. I mean, I would be first on the stake. Look at <laughs> yeah. Well, I would be there defending you and then also being burned. Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, anytime. The protocol is that you turn your porch lights off, but there are persistent trick-or-treaters, some who still... They were like, you will give me that Snickers. Yes. Mm. I am hungry. Yes. I remember when we used to live in Oakland, the house that we had, we had trick-or-treaters come to our door. Now, this was a whole other situation. At 10.30 at night, when our lights were off. Too late. And then she rang the doorbell, and we were like, excuse me, first of all, you're grown. (laughs) Second of all, the lights are out, and it's 10.30. And she was like, well, can I use your phone? And I was like, what? <laughs> she was looking for some other kind of candy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not the candy. Like the rock candy? Mm-hmm. That kind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope she found what she was looking for. I hope she didn't. <laughs> oh, right. We want her to get better. Um, so I don't like new horror movies. I realize that about myself. Like all the new ones that come out, I'm not into them. The last like scary movie I saw was Hotel Transylvania, which is a cartoon <laughs> that the kids watch. Not a scary and there movie. are like two of them and they're really good. Ooh. But um, I think I've over. aged out of it. And so like I have like a few classics. So it's Poltergeist and then we talked about the other one. <gasps> Candyman. Candyman. Ooh, I have some trivia for you. Someone mm-hmm. just told me a couple of days ago. Fact for you, apparently the lead role was uh-huh. going to be played initially. Lawrence not- I, You know, actually, that's not a terrible guess. Eddie Murphy. Oh, I can't wow. even. Listen, <laughs> if Eddie Murphy was Candyman, I'd be like, no, no, I can't even take this seriously. No. But thank God it was Tony Todd because he's fantastic. Yeah. Honestly, just stop what you're doing and go and watch it. Don't- <laughs> Do you know what other series <laughs> had me until they fell off and jumped the shark? The first Final Destination. But I don't know if that's considered like a horror movie or if that's just like a thriller. I think it's a horror thriller. It's just like, because you know what it is? (laughs) Please tell us. (laughs) It's because it's not like zombies or something like unrealistic. It's like you could die. Mm, And this is how you can die. The Grim Reaper's coming to get you. And I do recall that being a very frighteningly executed uh, plane crash scene. Yes. Horrible. It was horrible. I think about it every time I put my seatbelt on. Me too. Every time I get on a flight, I'm like, if I I, could be in a way because they trusted their instincts and they got off. But Mm -hmm. you know what the moral of the story is? Even when you get off, it's still coming for you. If the Grim Reaper wants you, he's coming. Yeah, Yeah, you can't even drive on the highway because nope. there's no. trucks with lumber on them and then a bottle, oh, yeah. bottle of water well you know to this roller day, coasters if i'm in a car and there's a bottle of water <gasps> somewhere i'm like 
no. Don't that that yeah. happened to me. Yes, I'm like that no. happened, and it was really, really scary. Really? Yeah. And the thing is, I had my mum in the car at the time, and I was trying to pretend to be a grown up who she didn't, you know, she didn't need to worry about at all. And so I spent about 25 minutes on Highway 24 trying to very subtly get Did you this, it? Yeah, this bottle uh, from out from underneath the pedals, oh, while my... not alerting her to the fact that anything was wrong. Was this when they were here for vacation? I, yes, I was sweating. So this was buckets. like last week. This was. Like... <laughs> I thought you were like when you were 16. <laughs> Sorry, mum. Sorry, but I, you know what? I got it out. I'll tell you that I got it out. You're a hero. Thank you. You're like the dude from Bodyguard, Kevin Costner. Oh, Kevin Costner. <laughs> so, guys, I have to ask you: as a huge fan of spooky dooky ghost stories, do you have any? I just want to know: mm. is there anything from your life that has happened where you're like, "Whoa, there might have been a ghost, but maybe it wasn't because ghosts aren't real"? But are they though? <gasps> Okay, listen. <laughs> when I was a kid, I had two obsessions. 2020 with Barbara Walters. What? Mm-hmm. As a child. As a child. Like, I mean, I was a kid and I used to tune in every Friday to see Barbara You're Walters. Like, oh, I'm not missing Babs this Friday. That Did was you have a Nielsen box? <laughs> I, I should have. So Barbara Walters on 2020 and Unsolved Mysteries. <gasps> you know what? I was texting my sister this morning being like, hey, did any crazy things happen to us as children? The only thing I can think of for the segment we're doing is Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved <gasps> Mysteries. Which put the fear in me. Exactly. Oh, gosh. So Unsolved Mysteries used to have, I mean, they had a thing for Roswell mm-hmm. and alien abductions mm-hmm. always. So I was convinced as a child for a little bit that these smudges on our wall were alien eyes. They were looking at me <laughs> Go through the wall. And I didn't tell anybody. And I was just like, they're there, and one day they're going to come and get me. I was convinced. And then during spring cleaning, we washed the wall. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, that was a smudge from like that was it. some pudding or something. What a letdown. And that was such a letdown. But like, that was the only thing. Like, I was convinced that, like, and anytime I saw planes flying in the sky or lights, I was just like, mm, they're, finally they're here. <laughs> finally. <laughs> These guys said they'd be here to pick me up two hours ago. Unsolved Mysteries. Watching that in my parents' house as a kid, the couch had its back <gasps> to this window mm-hmm. that was bordered on some woods. So you couldn't see out, Ooh. but they can see in because the lights are on, right? Wow. And it's woods. Hello, scary. And yeah. so I would always be watching and just waiting for the hand to just break <gasps> through the glass and grab me by the throat and kill me. Oh, God. And that never happened, but it really could have. It could because have. Because there are a lot of mysteries out there that are unsolved. Exactly. Mm. Hence the title. <sighs> Hence the title. My only ghost story is not even that scary, but I was going to take a shower when I was like a teenager and I started well. Yeah. It's just like a movie. (laughs) So I like pull the curtain so that the water doesn't get everywhere and I turn on the water and I'm getting unclothed. Okay. That was for you. Thank you. And. (laughs) Little visual. (laughs) Hold up. And then I leave the room to get something and I come back and the curtain is pulled (gasps) And water's getting everywhere, but no one was in the house. Oh, my God. Who did that? Who was the phantom shower toucher? <laughs> was it you? Listen. <laughs> I, it, oh, I was going to say it might have been your house guest, but that's a whole other. Well, Let's call back to the, <laughs> the, the man that Emmanuel successfully hid inside his house for a couple of months. Just one month, but I'm proud of it. There so was it, was it during that time? It was not during that okay. time. Okay. <laughs> Maybe one of my sisters was hiding a man in the house, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just like I did. 
Who knows? I have to say, that's not really the kind of campfire story I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, sorry. Do you have one? I mean, there is one thing that happened to me, and I still remember because I was 18 years old and I was just about to go to college, and I went to the beach the night before I left for college. And it was so dark, and I was up on a sand dune watching the sea roll in and roll back out again. And you know how your eyes adjust to the dark? Mm -hmm. I noticed there was this very strange white apparition, but more like a kind of like horizontal apparition, so not tall like a person, almost like running back and forth on the beach in the waves. Mm -hmm. It was... It's still, hands down, in all sincerity, one of the strangest things I've ever seen. And it must have been a trick of my eyes. But it's it's almost delightful. I feel like I've connected to my ancestors. Because if they'd seen that, they'd have been like, yep, that's a ghost. Okay, so at <laughs> what point did you start running, though? Because that's what I'm oh, trying I, to Oh, I did not. That's what I'm saying. See? I, I sat and watched it for a long time. It was just going back and forward, back and forward. I am convinced that this is why experiences like that don't happen to me. Because you just <laughs> Because I'd have been like, you know what, no. No. <laughs> I was like, speak to me, ghost. I just well, I want to find out. You are Taylor Swift's sophomore album, Fearless. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm just trolling you with my stand-up I was going to say, you find a way point. to bring it back to Tay. Yes. I just remember the hair. I think that was the time when she had the long curls, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, this was... She put a lot of moose in those curls. Yeah, yeah. But wait, do you guys believe ghosts? I can't believe I'm just asking this question. <laughs> I am hopeful they exist. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a nice way to put it. But I don't think they do. No? That's not a nice way to put it. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm all like, science is great, science is great. And then someone mentions ghosts. And I'm like, oh, yeah, ghosts. Ghosts are probably definitely real. They're here right now. Yeah, I exactly. am open to it. I just don't want to see anything that is going to, like, freak me out. Mm, true. I kind of want to see stuff. Do you? I mean, if it's... Have you done the Ouija board thing and all that? Whoa, I remember... no, no, no. Don't do a Ouija board. Don't mess with that stuff. I remember being at a sleepover. Mm-hmm. And the girls started talking about it. And I was like, listen, I'll call my mama right now. <laughs> And she was like, I'm already doing we it. We will not like, be doing this. I'm calling your mom's mom's mom through the board. <laughs> They're like, Jamidra, stay at the summer party because it's fun. <laughs> so it's time for our peak and pit. Mm-hmm. What you got? I got some good stuff. We're going to start with the pit, though, because I want to end on a good note. So the spooky pit involves a Nebraska woman by the name of Kim Peters. Oh, God. Oh, no, wait. That's not the story. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, Kim? <laughs> <laughs> that's scary. No, wait. There's more. She's not the one I'm upset with. Oh. Okay. She works at a store called Spirit Halloween, and certain Native Americans came and were like, hey, your Native American costumes are offensive. Mm-hmm. Can you take them down? And she's like, you know what? I'm a reasonable person. I'm going to take them down. And I'm like, oh my God, thank you. Usually that's not how this goes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's really not. And so she did a good thing. It's all good. But then. Oh gosh, here we go. She gets an irate call. (gasps) From headquarters, Spirit Halloween headquarters and Spencer Gifts headquarters. So headquarters calls and they say, you better put those back Right now. How'd they know? Because it was like a big thing that the Native community was excited about. And oh, like, and so they said, listen, we went there, we talked, and it worked out. Yeah. And so then Spirit was like, no, we didn't. Mm-hmm. I want, we want every last penny. They were delighted by their experience that they had, and the company did not like that. Hmm. They were like, for once you feel seen and heard? Yep. Yeah, no. Shut that's not going to fly. So they're like, put it back. Take photos to prove that you put it back in all the stores oh and never try that stuff again. Hmm. Then they release a statement. It's terrible. Mm. I'm going to read it for you here. All right. 
While we represent the opinion of those who are opposed to the sale of any cultural or historical costumes, we are proud of our costume selection for men, women, and children. We continue to offer this broad assortment of costumes in the future while we maintain our commitment to our diverse customer base. Okay, so, so what, what? Is, what is the first sentence was, we represent? We respect oh, respect. the opinion. Okay. So how can you say you have a commitment to the diverse customer base that you respect the opinion but also. you respect getting money more than that for bankrupt tasteless costumes mm. they're trash and someone who knows it is leo yankton host of the drum and a show called native sounds native voices he went in quote we need to address and expose the corporate leaders who are desensitized and are more worried about making money than the dignity of a cultural base in America. I like this guy. There's a disconnect in America between native and mainstream, a sad disconnect that has been there since the beginning of colonization in this country. A lot of people think this is a superficial cause, but it is part of an underlying trend that needs to change in order for larger, more important issues to be taken seriously. So hopefully in the near future, we won't have people running around in costumes titled Pocahontas. Oh. How near is this future that you're talking? That you speak I'm hoping of? it's because... tomorrow because I'm so sad about. So I can tell you this. right now, we will see a flurry of racist videos or pictures. Like it's coming. They're coming. It's Was coming. That Just go ahead and brace yourself. Mm. Consider me braced. <laughs> brace, brace. <laughs> so let's lift up out of that. Can we get the peak out here? <gasps> Here's the peak, and it is so good. Ooh. And it relates to someone we've had on this show. What? Okay. A friend of the show. Yeah. Lori Duran, author of Raising My Rainbow Child. Do we have her on the show? No. <laughs> I, was like, I don't remember Lori. <laughs> Sorry, Lori. <laughs> Lori was not here, but someone in the story was. Mm -hmm. She wrote an essay on her blog called Trick or Treating Parse First. Hello. Oh, it's Bob the Drag Yes. Bob the Drag Queen, who was on RuPaul's Drag Race and won last season. Her son wanted to dress up like his hero, much like most kids want to dress up like their heroes. Some people are like, oh, I want to dress up as a firefighter or police officer. And he's like, I want to dress up as Bob the Drag Queen specifically. Yes. Oh, my. Make me a purse. Make me the outfit, the hair, makeup. I want the full thing. And she's supportive and an empathetic person. Mm -hmm. And she called her gay brother and was like, all right, I don't know how to do makeup. I don't know how to do this whole thing. Do Make you know how happen. to do this? And he's like, mm, I can figure it out. And so he comes over and gets the kids set up. He looks so cute. And she said, like, very empowering things like, you know, Bob and RuPaul and all the queens on that show are brave, strong heroes for my rainbow son. They've taught him to celebrate his uniqueness, cultivate his own style, and let criticisms roll off his back. They've taught him the importance and power of loving himself. Aww. I'm like, oh my God, that is the power of that amazing show, which sometimes is, seems like it's just like drama and crazy splits and lip syncs, mm -hmm. but it's way more than that. Excuse me, death drop? Death drop. Mm -hmm. Bob, the drag queen, explained very well why it's about more than that. Exactly. And you should go listen to that episode if you mm, haven't. Hey, Bob. This kid also has a trick-or-treating technique for how he's going to approach. Do tell. So he rings a doorbell, stands to the side. They open the door and he presents the purse <gasps> first. Purse, yes. And then walks into the frame. Yes. This is a delight. He's going to be on RuPaul's Drag Race in like 20 years. I'll see. <laughs> I will be watching and I hope he wins. So we end every episode with a song. Mm -hmm. Is it a scary one this time? Ooh. It is. 
Last year, we did This is Halloween Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm -hmm. Speaking of what we did last year, that episode is superb. You should go listen to it. If you do say so yourself, sir. It was great. There is a quiz matching teasers for Goosebumps and Fear Street novels. Yeah, it's a whole thing. You should go listen to it for sure. It's evergreen. So your friend. Yeah. Except for like, References to Caitlyn Jenner that are positive. It's uh, very timely and take those evergreen. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just redact them. <laughs> so this year, we are going to write out on a Bobby Pickett song from 1962 hmm. called Monster Mash. Oh, oh yeah. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. It caught on in a flash. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. So try not to be problematic out there this Halloween. Trick or treat it up. Mm-hmm. Watch some of the movies we talked about. Mm-hmm. Listen to our old Halloween episode. We'll see you next week. Avoid clowns, please. Happy Halloween. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. Thanks to our podcast papa, David Marcus. Thanks to Carolyn Pennypacker Riggs for our amazing theme song that you hear at the beginning of the show. And thanks to Jay Simpson for helping me edit. Please subscribe on iTunes. Also rate us if you like us. If you don't, um, you never heard this. Until next week, find us on social media. I am Excuse My Beauty without the first D on Twitter. I am at Teacup in the Bay. I am at Jimitra Says. Follow us. Favorite our stuff. Retweet. Bye. Bye. They played the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They played the mash.